This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, we've got a lot to get to today. A lot of follow-up from these two IRS whistleblowers from yesterday. We had a press conference. I don't know why I'm very interested in this, but I am very interested in this. On the issue of uh, unidentified flying objects, I kind of find it fascinating And anyway, they had a a press conference today and there's going to be a hearing next week and they identified who the hearing, who the speakers will be. And these are people with really, really incredible credentials. Uh, One guy, David Grush, decorated former combat officer, served in Afghanistan, telling World News about his experiences uh, serving on a task force led by the U.S. Navy and uh, a commander, David Fravor, former Navy commander, sh- who shot the famous Tic Tac video, um, or Tic Tac video that you've seen. It's on YouTube. Sixty Minutes did a special on it, um, and he did this while uh, flying a routine flight over the Pacific. Ryan Graves, another Navy pilot, and it's going to be different. We're going to have witnesses who can speak frankly to the public about their experiences. I'm just interested. I want to know what they have. Uh, and the extent that maybe they have not been forthcoming with you, we, the American people, on that issue. Uh, we also had uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, he was before uh, the committee today, which I thought this whole thing was pretty fascinating as well. Um, and that is Congressman Stubbe of Florida is, is on the House Weaponization Subcommittee. And anyway, they they hosted Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and I thought his, his opening statements were, were really, really interesting, and it has to do with censorship. Now, put aside whether or not where you stand on the COVID-19 vaccine or his belief that vaccines could be related to autism, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I have a town hall, and by the way, anyone's invited to come. Uh, you can get tickets for free. It's going to be in New York City. I don't know why he chose New York City. I said we'd do it anywhere he wanted. I would I would think he'd want Iowa, New Hampshire, or South Carolina, but he wanted New York City. I said, okay. Maybe he figures fewer Hannity supporters at the town hall, but that's fine with me. Um, I just want people to hear him. He's running. And by the way, I'm not turning that town hall into a debate. Hannity versus RFK. It's not. I'm not running for president. But I think it's important that somebody, even if they have controversial views, that they be heard, and especially maybe somebody whose own father running for president was assassinated and his uncle president was assassinated. Um, I think I think he has a right to be heard. So he gave an opening statement today that just kind of blew me away a little bit. He said, when I gave a, my speech announcement, a speech in Boston a few months ago, YouTube, I talked about all those issues I focused on. Five minutes into my speech, when I was talking about Paul Revere, YouTube deplatformed me. I didn't talk about vaccines in that speech. I didn't talk about anything that is the subject that I was just talking about. I was shut down, 
And that's why the First Amendment is important. You know, this goes to the heart of a real battle that is being waged behind the scenes in, in, this, in this very authoritative fashion. You've got the, the globalists, the radical climate alarmist cultists, you know, the people that didn't want you to be able to read other opinions about COVID or COVID therapeutics or, or different opinions on the COVID vaccine. I mean, they were demonized. They were beaten up. They were pilloried. They were just, just hammered for daring to express a view that might be contrarian. You know, Joe Rogan gets COVID. He says, we threw everything at it. Ivermectin, we threw monoclonal antibodies, HCQ, I think he said. I don't remember everything. You'd think that everybody's answer would be, good, I'm glad it worked for you. No. He was telling his audience what he did. And, and then he had dared to have on Dr. Robert Malone. We've had him on this program a number of times. There wouldn't be a Pfizer or Moderna uh, mRNA vaccination uh, available, but for the technology that he invented and developed. And on this program, he made a, a pretty profound statement. He said the science hasn't quite been perfected yet. And again, this is the guy credited and it was always emergency authorization at the time. And he was the guy that invented the technology that actually allowed for even the production of mRNA viruses to begin with. Now, you would think that that guy's somebody credible that you might want to listen to, considering, you know, the government is telling everybody, basically, either get this vaccine. Oh, if you get the vaccine, they lied to you. They said, if you get vaccinated, guess what? You're never going to get COVID. If you get vaccinated, you're never going to infect anybody else. Well, that turned out to be wrong. And you would have think these geniuses that so-called follow the science lecturing crowd uh, would know that viruses mutate. And God forbid somebody like, oh, uh, uh, Ram Paul talked about natural immunity and he was right from the get go. And that create but the, the immunity waned. The variants came. We had del- difficult variants like Delta. Uh, less severe ones like Omicron, different variations of Omicron. And, you know, so he very, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was very vocal. Okay, that's his opinion. There was so much pressure brought to bear on me. Hannity, what is your status? Remember, Linda, everybody wanted to know my status. What is my medical status? I probably would have gladly shared it with people until they started trying to pressure me and insist that I had to disclose my, quote, status. Are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? How about it's none of your damn business vaccinated? How about that? We'll make a new box that we can check off. I think I believe in medical privacy. And the pressure that was brought to bear on on me, on this show, on my TV show, to tell all of you what you should do in terms of vaccinations what you should what decision you should make now how am i qualified to make that decision am i a doctor no i'm not a doctor do i know your medical history no i don't know your medical history do i know your current medical condition no i do not do i know if you have comorbidities no i do not uh am i i was in no way qualified to give anybody that kind of advice so i did tell people because i saw this It was an Adam Schiff show in New York very early on in March of 2020. I'll never forget phone calls I made to top people in government. 
because I got alarming calls from friends of mine in hospitals in Long Island and New York City saying, you have no idea how bad this is. This is that bad. We can't. We have an emergency room full of COVID positive people. We have every hallway, every bed taken. We have no room for anybody anymore. And these people are going to die. That's I mean, that's the type of call I was getting. And then the big push, where's the ventilators? I want, you know, 150,000 ventilators. Well, meanwhile, every state should have had their own. And we find out later that their own health departments had recommended it decades earlier and they didn't do anything about it. Uh, We ended up not running out of ventilators. But sad to say that, unfortunately, the the odds if you got on a ventilator that you would survive at that point, at that point, was about 15 percent. And that's on the high side. It didn't help. A lot of a lot of people died. Then they had the insanity of the the nursing home issue in New York and, you know, shutdowns here, there and everywhere and mask mandates and, you know, then vaccinating even young babies and kids and kindergartners. You know, the one thing that remained consistent about covid was it, it, it did tend to, you know, put the people, the people that were most at risk were people that were older, that had comorbidities, pre-existing conditions were you know or that were obese that was a big factor they just those were the the scientific facts of the time and that mostly held young people for most of the young kids that i know uh that got this that either worked for me or my own kids etc it was like for them it was i don't know most honestly from up to be very blunt for my kids was like a cold it was it was nothing to them And for a lot of adults, I know people that really suffered, people that barely made it out of the emergency room. I know a miracle case. I I can tell you story after story. Linda, how many people did I help to try to get monoclonal antibodies? That was the only one thing I said. Talk to your doctor. I didn't tell you what to do. Ask about monoclonal antibodies. And you kept giving me a hard time. You keep repeating yourself. You keep repeating yourself. Then I go through every caller on on hold and I say, what is my advice if you get a positive COVID test? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I said, Linda, that's why I keep repeating the word so people will remember. Because that was the one thing I saw worked. And there were hospitals in New York uh, that I knew. Catholic hospitals tended to be the most, most open to monoclonal antibodies in New York. And Ron DeSantis down in Florida opened up monoclonal antibody centers everywhere for free. Everybody down in Florida could have it for free until Joe Biden became president and took it away. Couldn't believe it. How stupid was that? Anyway, so Robert F. Kennedy. But at the time, you could not even mention any uh, uh, alternative therapies to finish the story about Robert Malone. You know what he said to me on this show? He said, my recommendation is, is we not give mRNA mRNA vaccines to anybody under 65 unless they have pre-existing conditions, comorbidities, or, or are obese. That's it. That was his standard. And he explained scientifically as the creator of the technology of the mRNA virus uh, vaccine why he believed that. But God forbid you put the guy on, he'd get the crap beat out of him. Or any of the other doctors we put on that said they're in the field, they're using this these therapeutics, and they're seeing results. Now, do I know if that's true or not? No, but I wanted you to hear it so then you can talk to your doctor and you can decide and make the best decision, health decision possible. Unreal. 
Then, then Robert F. Kennedy Jr. actually had gotten a letter prior to today's hearing saying this is a letter that many of you signed, my, many of my fellow Democrats, and they told they were trying to disinvite him to today's hearing. He goes, I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. There's 102 people sign it. It in itself is evidence of a problem that this hearing was convened to address an attempt to censor censorship hearing. Wow, what a line that is. Um, and we actually have it. Let's, let's play Robert F. Kennedy. An attempt. Hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. The, the, the charges in this, and, and by the way, censorship is antithetical to our party. It was, it was appalling to my father, to my uncle, to FDR, to Harry Truman, to Thomas Jefferson, as the chairman referred to. It is the basis for democracy. It sets us apart from all of the previous forms of government. We need to be able to talk, and, and the First Amendment was not written for easy speech. It was written for the speech that nobody likes you for. I mean, this is powerful. Think about the Hunter Biden laptop that the FBI had in December of 2019, verified, authenticated in March of 2020. And then why were FBI agents in the months leading up to that election warning every big tech company that they may be victims of a disinformation campaign? And Yoel Roth, site integrity head at Twitter at the time in the Missouri case, which was a, a big part of the, the hearings today, you know, had said, oh, be ready. It might be about Joe or Hunter Biden. And then all of a sudden that very real Hunter laptop story breaks and you couldn't even share that information on these platforms. That's how that is censorship. And by the way, you are allowed to have controversial views. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not the only person that I have ever heard in the course of my life that has a strong belief system. And I, I'm not a doctor. It's not my area of interest that actually believes the vaccines and the mercury in them uh, might play a part in, in the rise of percentage of kids that have autism. I'm willing to listen to people that believe something that I don't know about. And then when we do this town hall with them next Tuesday, I'm going to let him talk. I'm not his fact checker. Everybody at home is smart enough to do, make their own decisions. Just like I was not going to tell everybody what they ought to do or not do with their body on COVID. I, I, it is not my, I'm not qualified to do it. You know, very rare that a talk show host will admit that they're not qualified to do something. Just for the record, I'm just saying. Uh, listen, I want to tell you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They've been supporting America's heroes, their families, ever since 9-11-01, like Franklin, Tennessee police officer Jeffrey Carson and his family. Now, Officer Carson left his very successful country music career behind. He wanted to serve his community. Spent 14 years with the Franklin Police Department before he suffered, sadly, a fatal heart attack in the line of duty. That was in 2022. Within weeks, Tunnel to Towers met with Officer Carson's wife and son, and they let them know that they would never have to worry about their mortgage again. This is what the Tunnel to Towers Foundation does. When a first responder dies in the line of duty, leaves a young family behind, Tunnel to Towers is there to take care of them. They can only be there and remove the burden of a mortgage for these families thanks to your financial support. And it's simple. They're asking all of you, all of us, everybody here on Team Hannity's on board to donate 11 bucks a month. 
Just go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.